and welcome to that's the hattrick podcast i'm your host aditya rao and this week uh back to back thrillers between the kolkata night riders mumbai indians match 5 from chennai on uh, the 13th of april and then the, the very very next day we saw the royal challengers hold the hyderabad sunrisers hyderabad uh to just 143 uh, so back to back thrillers in the ipl and uh, again rcb fan kartik is alongside me and kartik welcome back to the show uh what are your thoughts on yesterday's game for rcb hey guys uh, good to be back again well both the matches kkr versus mumbai indians and uh sunrisers hyderabad versus royal challengers bangalore both of them uh seem to be similar uh similar totals as well and both of them were definitely uh nail biting finishes god is on the edge of our seats absolutely well to start off i want to talk about uh you know the the kolkata mumbai game because it actually set a sort of blueprint for the royal challengers actually you know what i'm going to roll back the clock to game 1 of this tournament uh between the royal challengers and mumbai indians actually which went all the way down to the wire and that is an outlier because the chasing team actually won that game um you know the mumbai indians scored 159 in that game which you know if you look at the two games that happened the, the last two days in the ipl seems like a big total you know 150 is being defended in chennai right now and 159 that the royal challengers put up against the mumbai indians was a pretty fairly uh, uh good score for the mumbai indians and and you know it obviously went down to the last ball when harshal patel scored the winning runs but what has changed in the chennai pitch you know it looks like it's holding up a lot more it looks like it's uh the ball is stopping there is good carry through to the wicketkeeper but you know there's not much purchase for batsmen in terms of uh getting that weird response from the pitch to hit the ball pretty well if you look at uh when we look at the kolkata mumbai game of course you know rohit sharma 43 runs but he was there for a long time you know rohit sharma uh, got out in the 15th over for facing 32 deliveries uh you know surya kumar yadav played really well you know scoring a half century but in between those scores you know for for people who didn't stay the course so for people who didn't face you know 20 deliveries something like that you look at the scores you know decock got out very early for two uh, obviously he replaced chris lynn Uh, from the RCB game, and you know Mumbai still have to figure out who exactly plays in that spot. I'm sure it's going to be Dikak long time, uh, long term. But you know Chris Lynn performed in his first game on that pitch. Uh, so I think, uh, as I was saying earlier in in this series, um, teams have to always look at uh, what kind of conditions they're playing in and select a playing eleven based on that. If Chris Lynn was better for the Chennai Chennai pitch, should he come back into the Mumbai team? and uh that is that is something that uh, the mumbai indians will have to de- will have to deal with but they they got to a competitive total despite all that you know contributions from hardik pandya and and his brother krunal pandya but really no no other big contributions ishan kishan you know there was a good short ball ploy against him uh, by pat cummins who uh, managed to get him out by getting him caught at fine leg which was uh, which i thought was really smart um, you know using using his height pat cummins and uh his experience you know he picked up two wickets on the day and going for just 24 runs and it looks like on this chennai pitch and kartik you can agree with me on this or mm-hmm. you know your thoughts on it 
but it looks like taking pace off the ball you know it looks like the medium paces like in the rcb game as well harshal patel and uh, you know uh, kylie jameson you know when they took pace off the ball and andre russell of course with the five wicket haul it looks like rather than going for all out pace the slower bowlers were doing better yeah so yeah. if you if you I mean if you look at uh even the figures for um, you know the likes of varun chakravarty you know he only 27 runs given in his four overs shakib went for less than six um but the bowlers who actually traveled were you know prasit krishna going going for 42 runs in four overs but all kkr wicket uh, bowlers except harbhajan singh picked up wickets uh mm-hmm. and so variation of pace and variation of line and length is very important especially on this chennai pitch where you know teams are normally still struggling to to find that uh, right balance in the ipl it's just been only one two games so to to throw even a bigger of a spanner in the works for them yeah is always crucial and kolkata started well you know as a bowling unit of course they just conceded four two runs in the first six overs which is a win considering that you're playing the mumbai indians uh and you know have two explosive openers in rohit sharma and uh, quinton dekock uh but after that you know like the obviously the partnership between uh, surya kumar yadav and uh, rohit sharma as as we were talking earlier kartik about how partnerships are how yeah. crucial was that innings from surya kumar yadav and and you know rohit sharma together batting for uh, you know nearly 7 8 overs uh, and putting mumbai in the box seat well uh, if you see the scorecard uh you can see that uh, surya kumar and rohit sharma were the only big hitters of that innings uh also considering the depth of uh, the bat- bat- batting lineup in in mumbai uh you have uh, ishan kishan and the pandya uh, brothers you have pollard as well uh who can give a couple of uh, big hits but uh, none of them played well actually in the in in that game so i think the the partnership of rohit sharma and surya kumar yadav uh, proved to be uh very expensive uh, for kkr yeah absolutely i think uh, you know we we discussed this earlier obviously in the show the about partnerships you know like especially in the rr versus um punjab game where you know there was a partnership between gail and rahul and then huda uh, and uh, rahul yeah uh, and and you can see that from the rajasthan royals but even for the mumbai indians you know apart from that big that big partnership was huge for them uh mm. and it took them to 86 for two in the halfway stage and then mm. you know to get to just 152 you look at how the wickets fell you know ishan kishan went early rohit sharma the set batsman you know after it, there was another 30 run partnership there um between hardik pandya and uh, uh rohit sharma but you know he got out in the 15th over so they weren't scoring pretty well uh in between the 10th and 15th over and that is where teams nowadays are sort of pulling back pulling back you know we saw it yesterday in the royal challengers game as well uh the sunrisers uh which we'll come to were absolutely flying till the 10th over and then rcb sort of pulled them back uh in the middle overs so again i was as i was saying earlier that variation of pace that variation of line and length in the middle overs can be really crucial you know trying to uh, stop teams from getting runs and then it puts pressure on the big hitters like the pollards the pandyas towards the end of the innings to sort of go off and get get them a score well it was a good thing that krunal pandya sort of uh, stayed alongside the tail enders and got some runs you know 15 of 9 that was a very important knock in getting them past 150 yeah. because when karan pollard did get out it was 125 for 6 
with just two and a half overs remaining. And I think Karan Pollard is struggling in this IPL to find his sort of batting form. And uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll get there over the course of time. But, um, you know, the same can't be said about his West Indian teammate, who did get him out, by the way. Uh, Andre Russell, uh, that was a very fin- uh, fa- fascinating battle to be part of. But five wickets for Andre Russell, 15 runs. And all of this happened in a span of two overs. You know, it's as nobody had taken a five wicket haul against the Mumbai Indians ever in the IPL until Harshal Patel did it for RCB in the opening game and now yeah. two games back to back there have been five wicket hauls for bowlers and what that tells me Karthik is that you know this batting lineup that Mumbai Indians have it's so deep as you said mm-hmm. but it looks like those partnerships are not being formed in the middle overs you know the likes of uh, there's a lot of uh, emphasis on the likes of Surya Kumar uh, Dekok uh, Rohit Sharma uh, making them score big earlier on and then the likes of Hartik, Pollard, and uh, Krunal, you know, they're yeah. just they're just scoring the type of runs that is needed in that middle order, right? Yeah, yeah. What I feel, Aditya, is uh, they've got the batting order. Mumbai Indians have got the batting order right. Uh, unlike RCB, who is just surprising us every game by bringing in, uh, let's say, for example, by bringing in Devilliers too late. But in the case of Mumbai Indians. I feel that their batting order is uh, right, but I, they're lacking the partnership. Uh, uh, is is what I feel. Yeah, it's a very uh, it's a it's a sort of paradox for uh, for them to figure out. But uh, they have one thing figured out, and that is their bowling unit. Uh, you know, the chase from the Kolkata Knight Riders. Well, I was just saying earlier, you know, and we'll come to the RCB Hyderabad game, but. The same, the sort of similar pattern, you know, on this Chennai pitch, you know, you get off good start and then the pitch starts deteriorating fast and it deteriorates quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, Nitesh Rana played really well. I thought it was a very mature innings from him, 57 or 47. Uh, gave them the start and at one point, you know, just in the middle of the eighth, ninth over, they were 72 for no loss. Shubman Gill on the other end was playing some really, really good shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and everything looked fine and then, you know, you lose... Shubman Gill in the end of the eighth over and then uh, ninth over and then you lose Rahul Tripathi the very next over. Yeah. Again, we're seeing the same pattern. We're seeing, you know, a good start for a team. You know, maybe losing one wicket through the first seven, eight overs, nine overs, and then suddenly, you know, like you look at uh, Rahul Tripathi ten point three, uh, Owen Morgan twelve point five, so thirteenth uh, over, and then four, the very next um, over after that, you know, Nitish Rana and then Hassan. So, it's basically that stretch between the 11th over and the 15th over is crucial. Mm-hmm. You get, you say you get 40 runs in those 5 overs and you lose just the wicket. That sells you, that sets you up very well for the final 5 overs. Mm-hmm. And you know, Karthik, you watch the game and you know you definitely remember a stage where Kolkata Knight Riders just needed 31 of 31 deliveries. Yep. Yeah. You expect them to, you know, sort of stroke the ball around on a pitch which you can't trust completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's rough patches. There's obviously uh, humidity and uh, moisture and everything to take into consideration because it is Chennai. Yeah. But for them to lose that position, how devastating was it for them, you know, the way the wickets fell? Well, I believe that they were as confident as uh, the audience was. as to, I mean, they could have just taken singles or doubles and... Uh, them uh, going for the big shots definitely proved to be fatal for uh, KKR because uh, the pitch was uh, 
certainly difficult uh, to go for the big shots and uh, what i mean they could have uh, definitely finished their finished their innings with the doubles and gone for the victory but uh, i feel that they 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 definitely take the risk of uh, going for the big ones and losing wickets yeah and the, the the actual dilemma for the kolkata night riders right now which was sort of blanketed over in their first game has always been their batting their contributions from batting you know yes shubman gill and nitish rana played really well uh, in this game for them uh, and and you know when i said mature innings from nitish rana uh, i mean it because it, it's not a pitch where you can score 57 of 25 but you have to stay, you have to play that many deliveries to learn the pitch and he played he played 47 deliveries but i think i still think the way he got out was you know very you know coming down the track to rahul chahar who had a stale up uh, and picked up four wickets he was brilliant yeah. um i don't think in that stage it was needed it was not needed to to lose uh, to lose uh, you know your your set batsman uh, for at 122 for four five overs remaining all you need is 31 runs all you need is to like as you said tap the ball around you know the, the smart players like the ab de villiers the virat kohlis they'll tap the ball around they'll find gaps yep and they'll they'll finish the target mm-hmm. this is not to be the case and you know we saw a lot last season you know there was some outrage uh within the kkr dressing room regarding the contribution of andre russell and he contributed so much mm-hmm. last year and you know there was a lot of criticism of dinesh karthik the middle order basically owen morgan there were not enough big scores uh for the kkr in, in, in the middle order and that is something the mumbai indians you know sort of found a way uh you know in the middle order they found contributions from churukumar there were small contribution from the pandya brothers despite yeah. the fact that there were some single digit scores there and yeah after the opening batting uh, in the kkr game there didn't seem to be any there was no double digit score there were yeah. just single digit scores after the openers and that is a big issue again no partnerships mm-hmm. uh in, in unfortunately for the kolkata night riders this trend is uh is is very very dangerous because you look at the you, you look at the stage where there were 35 uh, or 31 needed of five overs mm-hmm. uh you know they had andre russell they had shakib adlasan left they had dinesh karthik on the on the field and i think dinesh karthik you know it was a it was an absolute test innings you know 8 yeah. of 11 delivery and and andre russell with 9 of 15 he never looked settled in fact he was dropped by krunal pandya once Yeah. uh of his own bowling so again that that middle order you know there was no sense of sort of urgency or you know what situation they were in yeah. so think overall for kolkata night riders this could be a uh this could be a warning a warning signs flashing definitely for if you are a kkr fan but if you're a mumbai fan definitely you know captaincy wise rohit sharma the confidence uh he gives to his bowlers you know rahul chahar was brilliant of course but yeah. trend bold you know the the usual bumrahs and everything keeping uh and krunal pandya i thought was brilliant actually when he bowled four overs for 13 runs and that is something that um rohit sharma is good at uh you know using krunal pandya to take away overs from a team mm-hmm. and lose and 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 lose as least runs as possible so yeah. that was the first game and now moving on to the sunrisers and rcb game and this game was absolutely fascinating as well rcb winning by just six runs yeah um you know when the at the toss uh you know obviously it was a good toss to win david warner won the toss mm-hmm. and put rcb to bat first and what was your first impression of that uh would you 
would you know based on what you had seen in the previous game do you think that was a good move for rcb or did you think uh, you know otherwise well uh, to be frank aditya i was really skeptical about uh, uh, i mean warner's decision because uh, the pitch is uh, so like you 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 really don't know the outcome until uh, you 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 put out a good total uh, like like you saw the previous game uh, mumbai versus kolkata was a similar total and uh, you know kolkata couldn't uh, quite uh, you know come to that total but i mean I, frankly i was thinking that would be the same uh, with uh, sunrisers hyderabad but considering how they were performing in the power play uh it looked otherwise but things st- actually started to change uh in the uh, you can say after the 13th over uh in the second innings yeah absolutely and and you know i agree with you what you're saying is we're trying to get a score on the board and put scoreboard pressure on to um on to you know the the op- the opponent and you know kkr won the toss and bowled in the game and srh won the toss and bowled in this game yeah and the thing the thing i sort of agree with them you know in 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 going to bowl first is that you know it is it is a bowler's a bowler's pitch you know like the 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 bounce the the slowness you know based on the kind of medium pacers you have and slow bowlers you have mm-hmm. it it's it's very useful to you know put them under pressure and make, force them and try and get them to 150 the problem for the sunrisers hyderabad was that you know as wickets fell around him glen maxwell stood at the crease and it was again we spoke about how nitish rana played a mature innings yeah. glen maxwell you know was a mature innings as well and i was very surprised to hear that it was his first half century in, in nearly 5 years in the ipl yeah, um, right. so and, and for for a player like glen maxwell bought with that much money and you know that much experience mm-hmm. he's definitely a lot more mature in the royal challengers team you know and you can agree with me on this especially when you have people like de villiers and kohli uh, yeah. as your teammates yeah. you definitely you know you definitely gel with them a lot how how do you think that sort of changed him you know when you saw his innings yesterday what what looked different about glen maxwell well the, uh, definitely he was more confident uh, when you when you look at the partnership between uh, Uh, Maxwell and Kohli you know Devdutt Padikkal and Shabazz Ahmed got out pretty quickly and uh, Maxwell stepped in uh, after Shabazz Ahmed and uh, you know him and uh, Kohli had a pretty good partnership and uh, that was he was Maxwell was looking pretty confident uh, playing with Virat Kohli that's what i noticed in the uh, last game yeah absolutely i think uh... Yeah, as I was saying earlier, the, the the sort of Maxwell revitalization is very much underway. You know, the 39 in the previous game was very important in the chase. Of course, it didn't get it got out at a time which was not ideal for RCB. Mm. But in this game, he stuck till the end. You know, yeah. 150. Right, RCB got to 150, and you know, even at the end of the game, you know, all the uh, all all the analysts in the commentary box were were thinking, you know, this would be a good total because of the way that pitch had played the previous day. Yeah. What they what they didn't know was how it would act after the tenth over. It's sort of de- the the same deterioration that mm-hmm. we'd seen earlier, but almost yeah. at a at a different pace. Uh, you know, the Sunrisers Hyderabad when they came out to bat uh, were were absolutely you know 
all guns blaze of course um they did lose vridhiman saha early but you know look at the contributions from david warner and uh, manish pandey yeah. although i do i do believe that uh, you know david warner getting out you know at 96 for 2 uh was was a big big blow for them and it was only the 14th over yeah uh, and you expect the sort of batting that the sunrisers have remaining you know johnny besto had a great india tour mm-hmm. uh abdul samad uh vijay shankar jason holder and rashid khan all capable of hitting the long ball um yeah. but i do feel like you know the sort of david warner experience at the top order is still lacking in that middle order you know you don't have you need another sort of yeah david watt best batsman who has that kind of experience and that is why you know you have the likes of abdul samad vijay shankar and of course a lot of pressure is put on rashid khan to perform both with the ball and bat and which he did he got the big wicket of ab de villiers through the middle overs um where rcb were 95 for 4 so mm-hmm. that maxwell things became almost even doubly doubly important yeah. once they lost uh, ab de villiers uh so yeah rashid khan bowled really well four overs 18 and two wickets um but if you if you look at the sort of batting for the sunrisers that's always they've always been a bowling team they've always been a bowling team they've always been a team that can defend the 150s the 140s yeah. um you have to start asking yourself you know when is kane williamson going to come back into this team there uh there they got they have kedar jadhav as well someone they can look at uh and 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 you know because bowling wise they they look like they can restrict an opponent you know especially with the rise of uh, t natarajan and you know obviously you do have rashid khan and and both of these uh players can obviously you know restrict a team uh, to a very low total you have uh, bhuvneshwar kumar there were some useful contributions from shahbaz nadeem as well yesterday um so essentially the sunrisers now have to find their batting they have to find their their batting uh formula you know yeah, i think yeah. kane limps is a big part of that formula yeah. uh in one of the best batsmen in the world you know i think kedar jadhav has um a reason uh, to be in this team jason roy you know if if they can find the right combination of international players and domestic players and bowling and batting i think the sunrisers do have a good uh, squad in there to match up with you know the young guns like abdul samad and and, and vijay shankar but i think that formula does need to involve in williamson because in a chase like 150 160 where in a pitch where you know you're not uh, completely uh, sure about what's going to happen you do need someone like a williamson who can you know steady the innings you know get his eye in play 20 30 deliveries yeah. uh, like virat kohli did for rcb yesterday you know it was not his most vintage innings but at the top of the order when you know they rcb lost padikal rcb lost shahbaz ahmed pretty early uh he got his eye in and you know played 29 deliveries put runs on the board yeah. didn't chew up <laughs> deliveries uh obviously you know the the experiment last game with devdat uh, sorry devdat padikal out and sundar opening the batting didn't work so sundar was pushed back down the order Yeah, but I do still feel that RCB as well have a couple of things to look at after yesterday's game. Obviously, big big result for them. They've never beaten a team by uh, uh, sorry, never beaten two two teams on the trot in their first two games. So yeah. two wins on the first two games uh, is the first time in 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 the their history. But also, Karthik, the bowling performance from RCB, you know, especially after the setback in the first ten overs with Warner and. Uh, uh manish pandey how do you think they responded 
well if you look at the stats again aditya uh, almost everyone you know except uh, kyle jameson uh, had a you know restricted their economy to well within 10 uh, mohammed siraj uh, harshal patel shahbaz ahmed shahbaz ahmed had an economy of uh, 3.5 well i mean he bowled two overs but still he got three wickets um his uh, 17th over was the most impressive one where he got three wickets of three big hitters you know johnny bestow uh, manish pande and uh, i believe it was vijay shankar uh correction i think that was uh, shahbaz nadeem uh, so that 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 proved to be very uh, that proved to be a very crucial over for rcb and uh, you know game changing over so all in all an impressive performance by uh, by the bowlers of rcb or i can say the young guns of rcb yeah you, you especially you know looking at rcb over the years you know we talked about how sunrisers uh, in their in the recent history have always had a good bowling core uh, yeah. as with you know, the mumbai indians but the royal challengers bangalore have never had you know this really good bowling core and i look at the options this year you know from from last year's mohammad siraj to this year's mohammad siraj you know yeah. he picked up two wickets bowled a maiden in fact you know yeah, started uh, off with a maiden yeah puts the team under immense pressure of course there was a four byes in that over but uh, the bowler d- doesn't get credited with that yeah. uh, and of course just giving 25 runs uh, as you said jameson was the only one who struggled but even that struggle was a single over where he went for 17 runs yeah uh, you know, there were some useful contributions there you know chahal kept the scoring rate down with a couple of good overs harshal patel of course picking up two wickets again uh, and and you know abdul uh, obviously the big wickets of samad pande and uh, johnny best of by shahbaz ahmed in one over yeah um, was big i think and that's where the game turned on its head because uh, johnny best we know he can finish a game and and he was indeed trying to do that but yeah. i look back to the kkr game and at one point sunrisers needed uh some i think it was 54 of 45 you know if you if you think about it mathematically that's basically that many singles and uh, you know a couple of hu- uh, doubles here and there yeah. you know he played balls into gaps and worked the field uh and and put away the bad deliveries and you should be fine but again talking about that maturity in batting you know that obviously there's a lot of young guns in the sunrisers middle order Uh, but you know you have the experience of Jason Holder, you have the experience of Johnny Bairstow at either end of it, and you know you shouldn't be losing wickets the way they did. Uh, you know credit to the RCB bowlers when there was a stage where Sunrisers needed just 69 of the last 10 overs, yeah, which is you know just under seven and over, which you, you should be easy in the, in the back half. Yeah, absolutely. I think. and and i think that mit- there was no mature innings there was nobody who said okay i'm going to stay for 10 12 deliveries at the crease and i'm going to try and mm-hmm. uh you know tap the ball around and i'm going to try and you know make singles doubles that's why virat kohli that's why the kane williamson factor is so big yeah. for the sunrisers i think because he's such a smart player he's a very a very street smart as well and he can you know find find gaps in the field he's got a wide range of shots and i'm no way saying that the lineup that was picked yesterday was uh you know inept of chasing this total they definitely were uh looking on course to do exactly that with david warner and manish pandey but after that 
you know Johnny Besto faced 13 deliveries but after him Samad faced two five for uh, Vijay Shankar you know everybody is in single digits after that Rashid Khan was the only one yeah uh, who faced nine deliveries and made a significant contribution after uh, Manish Pandey so that is something they need to look at their batting and trying to get more solid in the sense of batting and as i said, said earlier like kane williamson is definitely a leader uh, on the field he's a leader with the bat and he definitely should make it into this team for rcb now i feel like you know this is a good uh, couple of games for them when we usually see rcb play and win yeah it is by runs by by their batting their batting wins them games now in two games this uh this this ipl it's the been the bowling that's won them both games yes and how big of a play is that for the royal challengers especially with the depth of bowling they have yeah i mean uh, the depth of bowling is really impressive this year but uh, and uh, like like you see it's uh, more of the young guns who's who've been uh, impressing all the fans this season uh, like harshal patel or mohammed siraj who's definitely improved from the previous season uh, you have washington sundar who's been consistent ever since uh, shabaz ahmed definitely uh, he is also one of the uh, you know good bowlers in uh, rcb who has a really good economy and who really proved himself in the last game uh, but uh, i would like to also point out that uh, you know there's uh, when it comes to batting in the sunrisers lineup there's not much depth you know you have you have the big hitters like uh, david warner manish pandey and johnny besto but after that you know they're not very confident in the batsmen um so like you said their their the strength of sunrisers hyderabad lies in their bowling uh, and again all of their bowlers had economies well within 10 but when it comes to rcb yes they they have a good depth of batting but they should work on their lineup and i think uh, that's what they were experimenting uh, in the first couple of games and i think they will do so in the coming one or two games as to what their lineup has to be so if they get that right uh, i believe that uh, rcb can go for much uh, much higher totals uh, in their batting lineup yep and you look at the rcb bench and they do have uh... um some good resources there you know daniel sams is an all-rounder uh you know sachin baby can bat and as i was saying earlier finn allen um who who can hit big shots you know he's he's pretty young as well the the question for the sunrisers would be how to include kane williamson in his team i think that's the first important thing for them for the royal challengers it it would be figuring out who exactly is you know that middle order you know they have obviously devilius and maxwell uh and washington sundar to some extent you know their order in the team is is sort of fixed but who comes in at one down who's the one down batsman after devdat padikal and kohli who who's that batsman who comes in and plays those deliveries and gets themselves in it sort of creates a base for maxwell and devilliers after them and that, i think that's where you know finn allen can come into the discussion yep. because I don't think Dan Christian is contributing enough mm-hmm. especially in the first of games you know I understand why he was picked in the team uh you know Chennai slow pitch a medium pacer and and you know his batting ability is always a plus yeah but he was picked as a bowling all-rounder and doesn't look like Kohli is using him as much as he would like to because of the rise of Harshal Patel obviously mm-hmm. 
uh, and uh, you know getting overs in from Siraj and and Washington Sundar. So I do think uh, there is space for Finn Allen in this RCB team. I think uh, if you know if Kohli wants to go back to his natural one down position, it could be Finn Allen and Padikal opening alongside uh, each other, and then Kohli, and then you know you have De Villiers, Maxwell, Sundar. Uh, and and the rest of the team Shabazz as well, um, and so finding that balance is still, you know, remaining for us because as we said earlier, partnerships are important, mm-hmm. uh, and there was a good partnership between Kohli and uh, Maxwell as you said, um, but apart from that, you know, RCB lost wickets at regular intervals, uh, you know, at one end, and if not for the innings of Glenn Maxwell at the other. You know that that total could have been way less than 149. Yeah. So looking at how exactly that batting lineup works is the next step for Virat Kohli. Of course, they have another game in Chennai mm-hmm. before they move on to Mumbai. So maybe we maybe see these changes once we move to Mumbai. But but for some some Sunrisers' perspective, that batting need to get Kane Williamson in is the need of the hour. Yeah. How do you get this experienced man in? So that is our episode for this. Uh, this is episode three and uh, these two thrillers. Thank you for joining me again, uh, Karthik, and, and I hope you enjoyed that uh, RCB Sunrises game. Yeah, yep. Thank you for having me again uh, on this episode, Aditya. And it's been great, uh, uh, you know, doing these podcasts on these uh, really interesting games these uh, this season. So uh, looking forward for more such episodes, and uh, we'll uh, see you soon after a very interesting game on the next one. Yeah, absolutely. We look forward to our next uh, game which will be the uh, Delhi Capitals against Rajasthan Royals. You know, the obviously the Rajasthan Royals nearly pulling off a big win against the Punjab Kings but they now come up against the brilliance of uh, the Delhi Capitals uh, and their dominating win over Chennai. And we'll see you for that. But thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Aditya Rao. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.